you or someone you love needs help for an addiction, where do you turn? Foundations Recovery Network offers individualized treatment for the whole person. Our goal goes beyond short-term sobriety. We address substance abuse and co-occurring mental health issues together, providing a firm foundation for long-term recovery. The first step is often the hardest, but we're here with a free assessment, insurance information, and treatment options. Our confidential helpline is available 24-7, so call 877-714-1318 and discover the Foundation's Recovery Network difference today. Yo, what's up? This is Jacoby from Papa Roach. This is Ryan Lee. This is Wes. This here. is Bob Ford. This is Rich Roll, and you're listening to Silver Guy Radio. Yo, what is up? Thank you for tuning in to the show today. Thank you to Humans for bringing us in. If you haven't checked out Humans Music, be sure to do so. Amazing music there. I'm always bumping some humans in my beats when I'm uh, out on a walk or at the gym, driving in the car. You know, we're always rocking some humans music, so be sure to check those guys out. Really appreciate them. Um, How are you doing? Thank you for supporting the show. Thank you for tuning in today. I'm full of gratitude today. Yes, I am. That's a phenomenal way to live the day out. Just had an excellent conversation with my homie O. Uh, from the Share Podcast. You may know him as Omar Pinto or O. Uh, such a good dude. Great uh, podcast over there. Great community of, uh, of people. If you haven't checked out the Share Podcast, be sure to do so. Uh, man, we just we had a really good conversation today about a project that I'm working on where he's contributing to. We have some other uh, really cool people uh, that are contributing to this project, and I can't make a, um, a formal announcement. I guess I could. I just don't want to yet. Uh, but it's something that's exciting. It's something coming up. And in the next couple of months, you're going to be hearing about it. And I'm really pumped on it. But O participated in the, in the video recording of it today. And I guess that gives you a little preview. It is something that's a video uh, recording and kind of a podcast with some information, some content. And there's some really cool people involved. And uh, we talked about meditation today. We talked about prayer. We talked about uh, recovery. We talked about some cool things that um, that, uh, that that are going to help some people out there hopefully i know they helped me in just talking about them and um oh did a great job always good to connect with him catch up a little bit you know we we recorded for about an hour and then man before we knew it we were talking again for another hour on top of it so excuse me if my voice is a little bit uh, a little bit raspier than usual i know i have a raspy voice in general but i feel like it's a little bit worn today It's definitely a little bit tired, but uh, we're going to push right through this because I've been excited to to do the podcast on this topic, which is, I don't even know, don't you love that? I know I love it. There's a little bit of fear involved, a little bit of excitement. Um, It's been a busy last couple of weeks. We're getting uh, prepared and ready uh, for the Foundations Recovery conference out in uh, San Diego at Hotel Del Coronado. That's Innovations in Recovery. It's April 9th through the 12th. And um, if you go to foundationsevents.com, you can find out more information there about what that's about. There's a ton of uh, amazing guest speakers, all kinds of good people in the recovery community and recovery industry. So uh, we get a great opportunity to go out there. I get to bring Jess, I get to bring the kids, and I do a bunch of podcasting and connecting with people and talking recovery. We get to hang by the beach. 
I mean, at Coronado, does it get any better than that? I'm not really sure. I know the last couple of years we've been out there, we've had a great time. And, uh, you know, since last year when we went, both Cash and Lucy and Jess, of course, have been asking me, when are we going back to San Diego? When, when are we going to go back to, to Coronado? Are we going to go to the beach? Um, so, you know, to, to get to do this again is really just a blessing. Um, and I just want to thank foundations again for having us out and I would encourage you to go check it out, check out what they're doing out there, check out, uh, resources through foundations. They have a whole bunch of, uh, of, of good resources from heroes in recovery, uh, to treatment options, to people you can reach out to if you just need to chat and uh, ask some questions, um, you can always do that, and you can do that at uh, www.foundationsrecovery.com. And um, yes, let me make sure that's right there too. Is it foundationsrecoverynetwork.com or is it foundations? I believe. Oh no, it is network. So good thing I checked on that. Foundationsrecoverynetwork.com. Uh, see, sometimes I have this stuff up right in front of me where I can reference it and make it easy. And, and sometimes I'm a little less prepared. Today's one of those days because like I said, it's just been gnarly and uh, you love it and you roll with the punches and uh, going through the ups and the downs and the highs and the lows. No pun intended on that. But what's up with you all out there? How, how's everybody doing in your neck of the woods? I want you to ask yourself that. How am I doing today? How's my day looking? How did my day start out? I want to I want to re uh, reiterate a little bit of what O and I talked about was how does your day start? What does that look like? Is it filled with, you know, right when you roll out of bed, you're looking at your phone, uh, and I'm guilty of it sometimes. I ain't gonna lie. Right to the phone, check the email, uh, check your uh, your Instagram, your Twitter feed, maybe. See if you had a missed call. You got a, I have like eight different text threads from homies and people where we're talking about, you know, recovery stuff. Or I have one um, that talks about some of the political climate that's going on right now with with a couple good homies. I have one with our family that's just a bunch of funny stuff, uh, memes and and videos, and you know, um, so I might have an, a, a message or. 27 of them, depending on how early I went to bed. Am I checking those in the morning trying to, you know, what, what does that look like? And I'll tell you what it looks like for me. Some days are better than others, but on the good days when I'm locked in, when I'm trying to do what I'm supposed to be doing, I'm waking up, I'm grabbing a cup of coffee. I'm using the bathroom real quick. If we're going to be real honest. And then I'm headed, we have a little prayer room here at the old Raymer household that man, my, my awesome ass wife, Jess, turned, turned this into, it almost happened by accident. We have this closet right when you walk into our house and it's a coat closet, but it's a fairly big coat closet. And so what she did, she said, man, um, some friends of ours were giving away a desk. Thank you, uh, Seth and Mel. Uh, they're, they were getting rid of this desk and they said, do you want it? And we said, sure. And it fit perfectly up in the closet. So Jess took the room, we, we put some uh, some uh, laminate flooring in, took the carpet out, put a little laminate flooring in so we can move the chair around if you need to. Not a whole bunch of room in there, but we have a room now with a desk that uh, you can open the door and you can close the door for some privacy. You got a shelf in there with a whole bunch of books. I got my recovery books in there. Uh, we got some Bibles in there. We have uh, some different um, different reading material from uh, from paperback books to hardcover books, all ki- all kinds of different topics. Uh, we have some writing stuff in there if you want to write some journaling, that kind of stuff. It's a prayer room or a meditation room, whatever you want to use it as. Um, if you just need to sit in there and think, 
And it's really, um, I hate to use the word safe space because it's not one of my favorite terms, but it is a safe space away from the kids and away away from um, the madness of chaos and life that can be going on sometimes in the Raymer household or any household at that or any, um, any life, any life experience, any time of the day, anything that's going on, we can kind of escape there and, uh, and relax. And so on a good day, I like to make that the first part of my day. Sometimes I go out back and do it. If it's nice out, it's been raining a lot lately. So like this morning I was in the the meditation, the prayer room, and I can get a little bit of, um, of meditation, of prayer going on first thing in the morning. I mean, I kind of like, I'll, I'll try to wake up a little bit, drink a little water, have some coffee. So maybe about 30 minutes after I wake up, I try to stay away from the emails and that that stuff until I can at least get the, some meditation and some prayer in first. Now, what that does is it really helps to set my day out. It helps to set it up in the right direction of uh, gratitude, trying to be grateful for what I have, for what God has uh, has given me and my family, for the 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 length, and I don't and I don't mean just possessions. I mean given us this life of of freedom, really, of freedom from self, of freedom from addiction, uh, freedom from. I don't want to say stress because we still have stress, even though I wanted to. Actually, I did want to say stress, but I said, wait a minute, I still have stress. That's all part of it. That's life. But really, when I encompass it all together, it's freedom from self, really, because I am my own worst enemy. I was for a long time, and I don't have to be like that anymore. And when I do catch myself going down that road, because it does still happen, I have the tools enough um, and and uh, the the sober mind enough to know that I need to do what that is, whatever that is at that moment to stop that. So whether that means getting some prayer meditation on, reaching out to a friend, to a sponsor, uh, talking about something, talking with my wife, communicating, hitting a meeting, um, doing what I enjoy to do, maybe pick the guitar up, maybe write a little bit, maybe do a podcast. These types of outlets that I can use to fulfill um, and, and help get me through a time that, uh, that, that might be a little bit of a struggle. So I know I've kind of wandered off and that's the beauty of doing this show without any, any type of notes. A lot of the time I'll use the outline. Uh, today we're not doing that. We're just kind of wandering around and it's, it's fun for me to get to do that sometimes too. And I think you can take that and apply it, uh, to, to a, a, a general day in, in your life too, where, Sometimes I know that I have to have everything mapped out and planned out and in a schedule. And that is a, a definitely a good thing most of the time, especially if you're trying to get things done. You got work, you got, you know, dad duties, you got husband duties, you got job duties, you have, um, you know, extracurricular stuff that you need to take care of. We got to have schedules, no doubt. At the same time, we need to be flexing in those schedules. And, and so for me, it feels like a big breath of relief sometimes. And, and I've said this before, but just to get on here and puke on the mic. Now, I'm not literally puking on the mic, thank God. But I'm getting some stuff off of, off of my chest and, and off of my mind. And I'm able to uh, share a little bit. And whether you want to do that at a meeting you want to start your own podcast, you want to do it on social media, on a video, you want to call your sponsor, you want to talk to a friend, to your wife. It doesn't matter. The point being is 
is that we need to create whatever works for us, these outlets um, to communicate on. And also in addition to that, to do something that we're passionate about because that has helped to save my ass uh, from falling back in, in into, uh, into a life of addiction again. Now, when I say a life of addiction again, I still have some addictions that I'm working on. One of them is sugar and food, something I'm kind of struggling with right now. Okay, it's the same concept um, as alcohol or drugs. Now, thankfully, I'm not, I'm not, you know, using alcohol. I'm not using dope, weed, cocaine, pills, whatever it is. Uh, it's kind of like a buffet. Sometimes I feel like I'm not using that. At the same time, I feel sometimes like, well, 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 shit. Is it even any better? I mean, I'm, I'm eating, you know, junk food often now, you know, and so I, I kind of go back and forth through these times when I'm really on point. I'm, I'm real healthy, hitting the gym, I'm eating well, and then I'll fall off for, for a couple of weeks. And I think I've mentioned this in, I don't know if it was last week's show or, or the, the one previous, but you know, that's something that, that I have been um, struggling with a little bit is the food thing. And it's funny because I know what to do, but it's almost like the harder I try to not eat like sugar, the worse is and the more I'll just eat some cookies or something. And it kind of does sound stupid at some point, especially to someone who's struggling with like heroin or, or, or alcohol or, or drugs and who's really in a, a bad state. So I don't want to, I don't want to sound like, you know, this, you know, it's this huge deal that I'm eating, overeating a little bit of sugar, but it kind of is to, to me at least. And, and I guess what I'm getting at here is the concept of addiction is the same. So whether we're talking about, you know, eating too many Thin Mints, (laughs) you know, a whole row or maybe a whole box at that, okay, in one sitting on a Tuesday night watching some some YouTube videos or some uh, comedians in uh, cars getting coffee with Jerry Seinfeld, a whole box of those or a hostess cherry pie while standing in line at the grocery store when... My wife has sent me to get bread and noodles for spaghetti that night. Why not get a pie? It's an addiction thing. It's a form of, I like the taste of it, but it's a form of self-destruction at the same time. So I was self-destructing with alcohol. I was self-destructing with drugs. Sometimes I, I can self-destruct with eating or with health. So point being, this is a constant battle. It's a constant um, learning experience day in and day out in life. This is a life thing. It's not just, it's not just a, I'm in recovery thing. This is life. And we're constantly having to deal with life on a daily basis. As long as I'm alive, I got to deal with life every day that I wake up. So let me jump back because I, once again, I puked all over the place. Let me jump back a little bit now. It's how my mind works, man. It's just, boom, it is. I'll tell you what, from the minute my, from the, the moment my head lays down at night, okay, it can, it can start to finally turn off to the moment at some days, 4 a.m., between 4 a.m. to about 5 a.m., somewhere in between there, I wake up. Most of the time, without any alarm, my body's just ready to go. 
and my mind's going and my mind's thinking about what I did yesterday, what I need to do today. What do I want to do today? I have this going on. Oh yeah, I have to do that thing from last week. Those things, it's, it is, it is madness. It's chaotic at times. And one of the things that helps so much is disconnecting from that and getting in to the meditation or the recovery uh, or the meditation or the prayer room or outside on my back patio with, if the weather's nice and putting some headphones on and having um, some meditation time or some prayer time where I can disconnect from those thoughts. And let me tell you, it's not easy all the time. I'll give you an example this morning. First thing in the morning up, I'm, I meet with my, my sponsor. Um, and before I meet with him early, early in the morning, you know, I do my thing, get my coffee. I'm going to try to get a little bit of meditation time in only 10 minutes. That's all I usually will try to do right now. 10, 11 minutes, I think. And about six minutes in, I found myself completely not dialed into the meditation and completely thinking about what I needed to do today and how my day was going to play out. And here's the important thing about that. I didn't beat myself up over it because I'm not perfect in my meditation, but I kept going. Okay. And I, I tried to jump back in and get dialed back in. And it was, it, you know, it wasn't a very good session is what I'm getting at. I didn't feel like I got a lot out of it because I, I really couldn't relax. It was tough. It was tough for me to, uh, to disconnect. But the, the most important thing is that I understand that I tried. I gave it some effort and I gave it a shot. I showed up, just show up. I think I did a podcast about that before. I, I can't tell you off the top of my head what episode it is. But I talked about that and I'm going to talk about it right now. Again, just showing up. That's all. That's all we need to do a lot of the time. I don't know what the old saying is. It's something similar that, you know, 90% is just showing up. 50% is just showing up. I don't know what percentage it is somewhere around there, but you get the, you get the point. We need to show up. So first thing in the morning, we can show up to meditate. We can show up to get some prayer in. We can show up for maybe it's a walk you want to take. A lot of the time I use meditation time on a walk where I don't put headphones in or anything. I just, I'll walk the dog and I'll try to um, just relax and let my mind kind of be at ease and, and roll, you know, roll around the block a couple times, something to disconnect from that madness that goes on in my brain. And ultimately early on, and I don't think I mentioned this enough these days because, um, it doesn't affect me as much as it used to. I'm still very vigilant of it and I'll, and I will always be, just want to make sure I am, am open about that. But the attack of the urge to drink or the urge to, to use drugs to cope with that anxiety or with that enemy inside of my head that makes those wheels start turning and spinning and thinking about all the things I did and that I didn't do and that I need to do and that I want to do, those types of thoughts can lead me back out to, to drinking if I'm not careful of it. Um, you know, we heard a lot about that in treatment, about about relapse. And, um, we're going to talk some more about relapse soon. It's in, uh, it's, it's involved in, uh, in, in the project that we're working on right now. The one that, uh, that O was involved with today. 
And uh, like I said, we'll, you'll, you'll be hearing more about that. So stay tuned for that. But waking up and getting dialed in on that gratitude, on, on, that, on that, uh, that level playing field and not feeling like we want anything and being happy and 100% content right where we're at in that moment, you know, I'm learning that for me, that can only be accomplished when I disconnect and when I get into a state of meditation and prayer. And so, you know, I've, I've, I've never given up on that and it hasn't been perfect and it's still not perfect, but I've always kind of stayed true to that and, and known that that is really one of the, the top keys to, um, living with peace, you know, is, is practicing that and getting better at it. And, you know, let, let me, let me jump into that real quick. Actually, I just said a key word is practice at the end of, I do a meditation. Um, and, and at the end, one of the phrases that, uh, that the instructor says is thanks for practicing. And that's really spoken to me since the first time that I heard it, because what it does is it reminds me that I'm practicing and I don't have to be perfect at meditation and prayer. I don't have to know what I'm doing. I don't have to um, beat myself up over it either. If it's not up to par, like I think it should be the, the, the greatest thing is just showing up and doing it and practicing because the more I practice, the better I'm going to get at it. And it's funny, even when I have a, a session that doesn't feel like it's very productive or I feel like I, I kind of, kind of messed it up and I just wasn't you know, dialed in as, as much as I would like to be. There's a trick in my brain, even later on in the day that will go back to, well, you did meditate today. So you got that going for you. And it gives me this little quick piece of knowing that I showed up that day, knowing that I jumped in and, and I did, you know, one of the things that I, that I'm supposed to be doing that I know makes me feel okay that day, feel on that level playing field. I don't know how, how often it is level or I don't know how often it's going to stay level throughout the day because sometimes, you know, the day can, can fluctuate, but I have a choice how I, how I view that. And I also have a choice at first thing in the morning, how I set that up, you know, for, for my day. So I'm, I want to encourage, you know, anyone out there listening if you're not practicing meditation and prayer, it's, it's really a huge, a huge part of, of my recovery, you know, and, and it continues to slowly, but surely get better and become really a a foundation, you know, for, for my mindset throughout the day, because I don't know what's, I don't know what's coming next. You know, I have, I have no, I have no clue. And I'm, and man, you know, what's so great about that is I'm okay with that. I don't need to know. I don't want to know. I got enough things to worry about right now. So hope that helps you on the meditation and prayer um, aspect to that or, or your daily routine, how you start your day out. We're going to be talking more about this um, in, in the months to come. And uh, I just want to mention again, if, if you're interested in any of foundations recovery, um, information, 
outpatient treatment, treatment options, or the conferences we're going to be at. Uh, once again, you can go to foundationsrecoverynetwork.com. Check those out there. And then also, if, uh, if you want to support the show, you want to leave us a message, you want to donate to the show, you want to help support us on Patreon. I never plug this stuff. I'm surprised I'm even doing it now. It's super spur of the moment. But you can do all that. You can find past episodes. Um, you can see... Uh, any upcoming events, which I don't think there's any listed right now on the site, but you never know. Um, it is it is updated uh, sometimes. I was going to say frequently, but it's been a while since I've actually updated that thing. See, now I'm just rambling. But you can go to www.thatsoberguy.com and you can find out more information on there. You can look at past episodes, all that kind of stuff. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else I wanted to talk about today before uh, before I jump off this this microphone here. Man, it's just it's just been a, a crazy day, I guess, man. And I just just to get real, you know, on that point, it's um, it just feels so good to be able to communicate stuff. And I, I I can't encourage you guys enough out there listening to talk about stuff. Um, one of the things that my sponsor always reminds me of is, you know, you don't have to call me on just the days that, that we meet, right? <laughs> because I'm infamous for only, you know, connecting with him on, on the day that we're supposed to meet that week. And what he's saying is basically, he knows that I go through, through shit during the week sometimes, whether I think it's big or small. And it's hard for me to reach out sometimes because I think I got it. I'm a man, I'm, you know, responsible. I'm doing my thing. I can handle this shit. I got the tools to handle it. And, um, you know, sometimes, um, sometimes I don't do that actually more than sometimes I don't reach out. So, uh, something I'm working on, I'd encourage you to do that. Reach out, you know, call somebody, call your sponsor, call a friend, put a podcast on and talk to yourself, you know, respond back to this podcast. Like you, like we're talking, that's all good, you know, and, uh, it's, it's, it's such an important part of it, you know, keeping those lines open, um, you know, talking about stuff is some amazing therapy or writing, you know, grab a pen, grab a piece of paper, write, write it out, write what you're thinking out. Uh, one last thing, and then we're going to wrap this thing up. First of all, I want to congratulate my sister and, um, Kevin and new baby, the new baby, my niece, their new baby, Gianna to the world. So my sister just had a beautiful baby girl the other day and uh, Chanel and Kevin just want to congratulate you guys and man, really proud of you. Love you guys so much. And it was amazing to see, you know, your baby girl and to see how happy you guys were. And I know it's a, there's a lot going on during that time. And, um, you know, it was just, just really cool. I was really, really happy to be there. And, uh, I'm, I'm so glad to, uh, to share that moment with you guys. And so were the kids, Cash and Lucy and, and, and Jess and my mom. And, uh, we were all just super stoked. Baby Gianna, welcome to the world. Uh, man, what an amazing, amazing thing. And, uh, just, just super excited. Thanks for tuning in today. Uh, go to thatsoberguy.com for more information for past episodes. Uh, send us a message. Leave us a review on iTunes. Um, you can donate to the show. Sign up on Patreon. Become a patron. Help support the show. Um, leaving us a review on iTunes, a positive one, is really one of the best ways you can support the show. I love, love reading those. Uh, thanks again for tuning in. Peace, love, respect. Keep your blood clean.